stories, real stories from real midwives. This is Head On View. Day in the life. <laughs> she said what? These are our stories. And welcome to another episode of Head on View podcast. So today we are talking about burnout and self-care. I'm Carly. Laura. Penny. And Hannah. So we have got a little special guest to us today, Hannah. She's not like an expert on burnout or stuff or anything, but she's just she's here just hanging out. <laughs> um, Hannah. Her latest book is coming out. <laughs> Um, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah is also a nurse and midwife and she just likes to talk too. So we thought, why not come and join us for some little chats? Yeah, so why don't you just do a quick like two second intro, Hannah, so we know who you are. Okay, uh, so I, as Carla said, I'm a nurse and a midwife and I've been working for eight years now. Um, I have neonatal experience having done a postgraduate degree in the neonatal unit. And I'm just here to have a chat with these guys. How yeah. many neonatal code blues have we done together, Helen? <laughs> Last cat was what, four? Four? That's <laughs> <laughs> for another podcast. I feel like you should introduce your board <laughs> So I think especially for our profession, like self-care is so important um, because, you know, what we're dealing with every day is, although some days it is normal, but it's not uh, you know, a lot of people don't have jobs where you can basically go there and someone can die and that can sort of be like, yeah, like although that is not a normal, you know, a thing to happen. It's like that's saying that can happen and, you know, we give so much of ourselves, like emotionally and mentally that I think it's so important that, yeah, and physically that we look after ourselves or you do end up, you know, you see these old nurses not to be mean but you do see these old nurses who have worked you know for like a hundred years and they're so grumpy and you're just like oh my god you hate your job why are you still here like yeah and I'm always like I don't want to be like that I don't even think back when you know when they traditionally like historically nurses trained in a certain way say back in the 50s or the 60s I don't think self-care was even something that was spoken about no and I feel like now especially it's such a you know hashtag self-care but you know like no like it really is like it's just like oh hashtag self-care like have a bath have a bottle of wine use a face mask like oh yeah that's great but I feel like it it is something that's important and it's not just like posting a selfie with you in the bath and your bottle of wine your face mask going health like hashtag self-care like we actually do need to look after ourselves properly to make sure that that we aren't burning out and that we can be successful in our jobs and not turn into like some mental, mental health mess. It's interesting what you say about a bottle of wine because <laughs> I know all of you, you bitches, we can all knock back a few. <laughs> um, but I actually have stopped, except, except for the Christmas New Year's period. Um, but when I work, I try not to drink anymore after work try not to because I'm I found that it made me feel worse to the point like it wasn't like oh go home and have a chardonnay or a a sparkling or whatever it is that I'm gonna have like a gin but then actually addressing the issues I have that day I'm just drinking to try and forget like you're just sort of like numbing it and you're not yeah yeah dealing with it I do other things I exercise or I try and you know take the dogs for a walk or I try and do something else um 
which I count as sort of like mini self-care, like looking after yourself in like small pockets. I was doing yeah. it the same, Laura. In the middle of lockdown, I was drinking more than oh. I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the front door. <laughs> then I thought, Hannah, you can't be finishing a bottle of wine every night after work. That's not going to yeah. help. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, it's going to make your job harder to do. Yeah, getting up in the yeah. morning is going to be a hundred times worse. Yeah. So did you just give up drinking or did you kind of go, I'm going to find something to replace this that will kind of help me instead of just being like, I need to sink a bottle of wine? Well, I kind of found a middle ground originally. I was like, all right, I'll have a drink and I'll go for a walk. <laughs> I <the> drink once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then slowly I kind of cut right back on the alcohol. I was like, I only drink in social situations. I won't drink kind of by myself crying in ISO. <laughs> I was like that too. I, I couldn't find drinking by myself work. So when I could catch up, I'd then have make it up with my one or two bottles of wine. Yeah. But then I found I was able to debrief as well. Or when we had our Zoom chats, having just a glass of wine while talking. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I definitely think like talking to people, you like finding that good group and you don't necessarily have to work with them, but just finding people sort of in the same industry. Um, I feel that really helped. You can just go and have a good bitch and be like, oh my God. Like, yeah. When they say find your tribe, like I think especially for midwives and nurses or anyone that works in emergency or like police or anything like that, we've got a really weird dark sense of humor and we will often talk about things that you're a normal person and I found this because my I'll say things to my sister and she's not a healthcare professional and she'll be like what what did you say like she's shocked where we talk about things quite differently but we'll I talk about, have to yeah. yeah and I think that's why you like like you're saying you need to find the right people so you can talk about death and birth and bleeding and emergency situations and things that have affected you you talk about if I, if I talk to my mother about it, she'd freak out and hang yeah. up the phone. Well, the thing is you can't take this all on like emotionally yourself. It's too it's too much. You need to, yeah, there's so much. Dog's, dog's still going crazy, still shut outside. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So I think another important thing for self-care is also when you think about, so how many times do you see people on a shift and they're like, oh my God, I haven't had a break. I haven't weed. I haven't had a drink. Um, you know, I've worked overtime every day this week and haven't got paid for it. And I'm sort of like, you know what? You've got to advocate for yourself because no one else is going to. No one else is going to go to, you know what, Penny, take your break. Or Laura, make sure you have a drink. Like, And I think it's like that needs to kind of come under the self-care banner of looking after yourself at work. I think yeah. we need to remember this is a 24-hour job. You know what I mean? Like if you don't get something done, like who cares? Like if, as long as it's not urgent and it to be done right away. But I mean, if it's just something that you're like, this has to be done over the next two days, great. It's not on you to do everything, but you yeah. need to look after yourself. If you're running around working, you know, 10 hours straight with no break, do you think you're going to be like helpful in a, you know, to other people or to yourself? Yeah. I find it funny that I can hold my bladder for like eight hours at work, but if I'm at a pub with my girlfriend, <laughs> yes. oh my God, I've got to go right now. Yes. Yes. So my husband says it every time. He's like, what do you do in your work? And I'm like, oh, at work, I just hold it. 
Like, because you know, I can't I can't be running out to pee when I'm like a baby's about to come out or something. Like, and he's like, uh, well, how come you've won like five times in the last hour? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird at work. You just like, nope, got away. Like, can't rush out now. Oh. And then I pee a hundred meals and think, oh god, I would have failed the trial of void policy. <laughs> so I haven't drank enough. Oh, or you pee like 1.2 liters. You're like, oh dear. Well, did, I don't know if I either. I have much. not weighed in ten hours. There's something wrong with my body. Yeah, I agree because I, I do a couple of in charge shifts, and I always say to my every staff member, you need to take mm-hmm. your break. So I don't care if you go have dinner at eight o'clock and you take ten minutes or fifteen minutes, but you need to have a break and. I say the new grads as well, as long as your babies and your mums are pink and breathing by the end of the shift, then you've done a good job. Yeah. You can always just hand this thing over to the next person. Try to do as much as you possibly can with every other factor, but you you can't do it all. Yeah. And and don't be too hard on yourself. You know, like sometimes you'll take out and they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I haven't done this. And I'm like, well, take, like it's fine. Like Whatever. it's like it's not urgent. Like you didn't do this. It's no worries. We'll do it. Like to try and do everything and apologize for not. And then you get the ones who are like, why haven't you done everything? Because they don't want to do, do it. it. And yeah. you just have to learn to brush off those ones and, yeah. and yeah. pick out who's going to pick on you no matter what. Yeah, like exactly. you could literally have done everything and some of them will still find things yeah. that, you know, they don't want to do. Yeah. And if it's part of your own self-care during your shift, you know, I've found that I've said to people, I, sorry, I didn't do that, but like I had 10 minutes to sit down. So I sat down instead of doing a baby bath, which I know that you can do, but it depends on how you voice that as well. Like, yeah, I guess if you just reel off all this stuff, I haven't done this, this, and this, and you look really lazy, yeah. then, of course, people are going to be like, um, what the fuck, like, what were you doing? Like, yeah, have you just been, like, sitting there drinking tea? Like, <laughs> yeah. It took um, me a long time to learn, though, that I didn't have to do everything in a shift. Yeah. Um, as a grad, I practice very differently to how I practice now, mm. mostly because I'm a cold-hearted bitch now. But <laughs> <laughs> And I think as a grad, you always feel like you need to impress or you feel like you, you, feel like you should be doing everything because you're like, I've just come off and like I should be doing all this, I should be capable. Yeah. Um, and how many, like, I don't know what the percentage is or what it is in terms of like the statistics, but how many girls get to get to the end of their grad year or grad plus one and they leave? They're burnt out so badly because they've picked up all the double shifts because they want to make a great impression on the numb and they've done doubles and they've worked long hours and they've burnt themselves out completely and they're not even two years into their nursing and midwifery. I think that definitely happens within the the hospital environment because you do get so caught up and it seems like no matter where you work everyone seems chronically understaffed all the time so it's easy easy, you know all that's not what kind of is expected like they do want you to work you know they get shitty when you call in sick and Yeah. yeah and I think it's important for people listening that are becoming midwives or if they're at the beginning of their career as a midwife is it's okay to take time off for yourself it's okay to say no to the double shift because your colleagues are going to be worse off if you stay for a double and you're exhausted and you're no help at all it's okay to say i only want to work my allocated times i don't want to come in despite how short-staffed you are or this is the only day i have to spend with Mm -hmm. my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my dog Mm -hmm or my cat or my kids or whatever it is and you you get to a point where you're so burnt out that you can't even 
you can't even function at home. Yeah. I think on a smaller level, it's important to say, I don't want to do that learning package yet. I'm learning enough as a grad. I don't yeah. want to learn this or this or this. Mm. I mean, there's some skills that I think you should pick up, but not in your grad year. You yeah. don't have to. You're learning enough. You've got yeah. enough on your plate. And they're working exactly. so hard and they're so frazzled as yep. it is. You and know, when the new grads start, they're so like, upskill though. <laughs> they're so frazzled. And you find them in the break room in a pile crying. of tears. Crying. Yeah. yeah I and just. Remember, you know. I remember doing that. I remember when a patient fell over and I thought it was my fault and I cried. Yeah. yeah. What do you girls do outside of work? for self-care self-care um apart from like catching up with people um lots of walks i love like going out in nature with that very noisy dog like uh, yeah like beach like i'm such a beach girl like lockdown killed me just because i am in a city so beach was not in my 5ks so in fact i couldn't be near the water apart from like the dirty creek which is which is not the same like yeah, can for everyone I, listening, the creep she's talking. Yeah, same for me. I feel like even just sitting on sitting on the beach, listening to the waves, like that for me, like chatting to people, trying to look after myself, as in you know, go for a swim or just some yoga, some Pilates, exercise, you know, all that stuff but also just spending time with people doing those zoom calls with your family your friends or going on a date with your partner having those days where you go what you know what fuck it I'm just gonna sit and binge watch every episode of whatever the fuck I want to watch you know of something and literally do nothing but be like a zombie for eight hours and eat pizza and chips and chocolate like that is self-care too in my opinion (laughs) yes I've not mentioned mani-pedis or face masks or bubble baths (laughs) oh no you know what I do love a mani-pedi but um yeah I do love a mani-pedi but I haven't had one for a long time because well COVID and also now they're so hot and infectious control can't really be there with my nail polish yeah but also another thing I thought like that we should include in self-care is looking after your and I know people go oh look after your back at work and you're like yeah 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 but honestly like if you ain't putting that bed up when you're trying to express someone or like deliver a baby and you know like your back gets sore and I always think that about the nursery we work in like the cots are just like one level so you know trying to when you're changing nappies and then when I've worked at this like beautiful private hospital that has a gazillion dollars and their cots are like ergo ergonomic so yeah so every so every baby cot has basically um got like a little up and down I don't know what you call it, like an up and down, like it's self-adjustable. So every cot that goes in every room is self-adjustable as in it can go up or down for... Like on the personnel ward? Yeah, on the personnel ward. So all the baby's cots go up and down in terms of height and they also can tilt sort of like the actual cot can tilt a little bit. So if you've got a refluxy baby, so it doesn't have to like, you know, that can tilt a little bit, so it's a little bit of height. So that's really nice so that, you know, all these parents are not having to do weird angles and you can go up or down and, I mean... Yeah, obviously they have 
private so that a bit more money can afford that but even just little things like that you know try and make your workspace as best you can so that you're not killing yourself and especially I think in nursing as well you know where you're lifting a lot of patients or things like that like you've got to remember that you you get I don't know most of the time we can't even find a bloody slide sheet but um but yeah you do you get you get one body you get one back like look after it and I know it's always like oh do this but it's it is so important and and I know it's hard when you're working to try and find time to do exercise but also as well like I find I feel better when I'm regularly exercising and feeling strong and yeah what do you do Penny Oh, I love my exercise. So I love playing sport. Um, I play tennis and netball and I just love it because if I've had a bad day and I can go out and just get the ball and give someone an elbow on the court, then it's great. <laughs> I mean, I'm very, com- PT yes, I'm very competitive. Um, I also just love footy because unfortunately not with COVID, but pre-COVID I used to go to a footy match and just yell at my team. And mm. also, yeah, exercise PT when I can. Just try and eat healthy and sometimes then I'll just go on the couch and actually get out my computer and be a little nerd and play a game and do something. Other, other times I'll get on the, you know, eighties mix and just ramp crank it up and dance away. Ooh. Um, also, yeah, tell my other half about my day as well because he's like a fake midwife now because he thinks he knows <laughs> stuff and he tries to have He a knows con- so much. Yeah, he tries to have a conversation. He's like, oh, yeah, remember when the, the head came out and the, the cord and they needed to do the thing on the face? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? You think you're... He does. He seems to know. But it's good because then, like, he can, you know, you say, oh, this is my bad day. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds really hard. So it's good to have that communication with you guys as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I also eat, hence why the exercise. (laughs) Hey, what about you, Anna? Do you do anything in particular? I really like to sit on the balcony. That was have sex, which is actually a very good stress reliever. Do it. But stay safe. (laughs) Um, I like just in the balcony with a coffee and a book. And I'm going to admit it, I read crappy romances just because they're so far removed from real. I'm in a completely real Oh my God. I do love. (laughs) I love a good book, not necessarily that, but. We'll actually do a little, little, a little like cross promotion here. So one of my girlfriends set up, um, she does a, po- it's like a podcast and a website called The Good Bits, and it's all about like women like taking back their ownership of their sexuality, and yeah, like and it's like, so it features all these different like erotic novelists. So if anyone's into that, have a little listen. The Good Bits they are also on Spotify and they have an Instagram too. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So that is all about yeah, self self care in yeah, in looking after your lady ways. Oh, do you? I love reading, but I'm one of those people that needs like a book. Like I can't be reading like on a like a kindle or whatever they're called yeah like i i have to have like a physical book in my hand and i feel like i'm a big like i'll read like travel stories and things like that just because i try what do i do um well because i've got kids uh, that sort of takes up some of my time i wouldn't count it as self-care though um <laughs> but if the kids are home um i make a point of going out and to an exercise class or doing something that gets me out of the house where I'm not driving to work because I feel like I'm always just driving to work. Um, so, you know, I, 
I try and exercise. Um, I don't really do much. Sometimes I just sit yeah. and like stare. I put music on and I just... And just like turn your brain off. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm someone who struggles to stay still and not do things. Um, so sometimes it's, it's a struggle for me to sit and read or sit and look at, watch, even watching a show. Like, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched, been watched, binge watched something and not got up frequently during it. I mean, you still need to fill your wine glass and get <laughs> chips. <laughs> um, but like, it sounds really weird, but like sort of doing like little mindless things, like, um, I sort of keep a bit of a messy room. Um, so like all my clothes are on, like I called a limbo chair. You know, when you like, they're not dirty <laughs> I like when you wear there. something yeah, yeah. once, but you haven't hung it back but up. But I like, sort oh, of, yeah. I sort of find it a little, it's just sound weird. I find it soothing to like hang my clothes up and do, like do things that aren't it's making my mind hurt. Like a monotonous, a monotonous thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. monotonous and like putting laundry on or doing little things you know, going out to check them out. There are all these like tiny little things, but I find like it really helps me unwind. The biggest problem I have is coming home really desperately needing to unwind and I've got kids like at me and each year. Like in your face, like you just need like space. Yeah, like they're not being rude or mean or it's not like they've left the house a mess if it's like a weekend. It's not anything like that. It's just like I've... I've literally spent the entire day like surrounded by people yeah. coming at you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of the things that my youngest child has picked up on is she says that at the end of a shift, she's noticed that I can't put words together. Like I, I can't, I can't put a sentence together to say to them, can you please empty the dishwasher? I'm like the, the thing with the, the stuff in the, can you Were do you the thing? a stroke? <laughs> Do you have like all these CIA? No, I, I think I'm just so overwhelmed and I am quite chatty. Yeah. Like at, in my job as well, yeah, I'm quite yeah. chatty. I'm a chatty midwife. I think that, all of us are guilty of that here. Yeah, but I find when I get home, that part of my brain just fucking switches off. And I can't explain simple procedures or to say to the kids, put your lunchbox on the counter when you come in I'm like can you put the the thing on the thing the thing with the thing well they say that often you read posts about that we give so much of ourselves at work that we can't give anything in like in our personal life to our family and friends so I find that if I if I say to the kids give me 10 minutes just give me 10 minutes where you're not yeah, at me. Can't even look at me. Yeah. Does that work for the dogs? <laughs> no, the dogs, dogs are dogs very are different. <laughs> but I, I think pets are like self-care. But I feel they like they're not too like unless you've got an annoying dog, they're not really too self yeah <laughs> like demanding. They can just see you can pat their head, you know. I think but that's I yeah. Down, I've got two pugs, so um, so they sleep ninety nine percent of the time. So if I do sit down, they usually pick up quite quickly that oh she she's okay, she's not ready to feed us. And they'll they'll sit with me. So yeah. I think they pick up on that. And then yeah. they say people who have pets have like less heart attacks or something. Or they're less stressed or like yeah. They're like they're like more relaxed because you know the pets relax them. Finding an outlet like 
if you're the gym or you're um, you're dancing or you're stretching or you're punching or you're cycling or whatever it just is just anything where you can go and like not think and just be like yeah, just something yeah. that you really enjoy because I, I find as you know healthcare professionals we we you know was it a lecture I had a lecture at uni about how we gain 10 kilos in the first year of our- 100% <laughs> I will agree with that yeah <laughs> and I'm and, like what yeah. because we don't take the time to go to the gym I fucking hate gyms I hate going to the gym. I don't go to the gym. But it's more like taking the time to do something for yourself, like do some exercise or like eat. And it is it is hard to eat well because although, you know, unfortunate, not unfortunate, I guess, but when people think, oh, I get a gift for like the, the nurses, it is always like a box of chocolates or a plate of cake, which is great. Like I, I always think, oh, that's really love and sweet. But when you go to work and you're doing all this stuff or when you're like, oh, God, I don't have time to have a snack. Oh, I'll just have a bit of toast or some cheese and crackers. Like, yeah. Then you get you know, starving. Yeah. Like, I'll have three bowls of crunchy nut cornflakes. Yeah. Damn. Oh, love a bit. Love a bit of crunchy nut cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, too. When you, when you work full time, you come home and, you know, you've got to get ready. You've got to make dinner. Mm. And then you've got to go out, you know, to yeah. do this or this. Mm. And you rarely get that day off. When the day off comes, you're just like. Ugh. And yeah. I think that's another shift work thing as well because you're not working a typical nine to five. So, you know, people would be like, okay, I'm going to get up at six, go to the gym, have breakfast. And I have my lunch at 12. Then my dinner. Mm. Like we don't have that set schedule. No. Sometimes you don't eat. No, you're <laughs> like, stopping your dinner at 8 o'clock. Or I'll get up in the morning because I hate the mornings with a passion. I'll get up and if I don't have food prepared, if I don't have a pre-soaked oat something in the, the fridge from the night before that I've done, then I don't eat at all. And on, like, on the same, yeah, I drink cannot stand mornings. So. But like... I'm like, a, I would rather sleep than get up half an hour earlier just to have a slice of toast. Yes. Like, I will be the person, like, <laughs> if I have to leave my house at 6.30, my alarm will go off at quarter past six. I will get out of bed. I will have my clothes already there at the end. So, literally, all I have to do is put my clothes on, brush my teeth. Like, I, like if I'm working four days in a row, like, by the fourth day, my hair has not been brushed for four days. Like, it's just in a bun on top of my head. And, like, you know, like, when you take – yeah. Like when you take your scrunchie out and your hair just like stays on top of your head. And they're like, you're in healthcare. You should be washing. You know, fuck, I don't have time. My hair takes like a day to dry. Yeah, now I don't have to wear makeup. Oh, no. See, I have never been a makeup wearer to work. Like, I just can't. Yeah, no, I can't be dealing with it. Like, when I see those girls coming at like six in the morning or whatever, and they've got a full face of makeup, I'm like, how do? You, yes, I'm like, how do you even? Like, I can't. My theory is sleep over everything in the mornings. You know, like it's really funny when someone at work who you've just become friends with, they're like, oh, you know, I'll add you on Insta, and they're scrolling down your feed, and they're like you like this doesn't look like you like at all and I'm like yeah that's like me like when I'm not at work like when I brush my hair put makeup on and don't wear scrubs <laughs> like that's what I look like in real life not like this Carly was at my place and we were having drinkies I think everyone else was working yeah. and stuff so Carly and I were smashing our bottles of wine I actually got 
a little bit drunk. Then. Yeah, I did too. It's because we drank like two bottles of wine <laughs> each. Like, <laughs> so anyway, we we took a photo of each other and then we added these crazy filters. Oh, I love that beauty face filter. But, Which is even it's just like beauty face to the max. So it, it looks like. So you look kind of like a cartoon character because your skin is so smooth. We're like edit yes, a hundred of that, and you're like ooh, hundred of that, and your eyes are like ginormous and like yeah. Yeah. And you kind of look like a baby or something. <laughs> like it's weird. I the, the before and after and I was like, this is like, we just don't look like this. <laughs> but anyway, it was pretty funny. That was part of our self-care. That was self-care. And another self-care, take your bloody sick days. Like we get allocated for a reason. And I was talking to a nurse the other day in one of my jobs. And then she was saying, she was like, oh, yeah, I've got like 3,000. This is not a joke. 3,000. I'm sure she said 3,000. She's pretty old. Like, and she's worked at this. She's she's, 60 and has been working since she was 20. Yeah. And she's been working for like the same place. And she and I was just like, is this a joke? Like, well, maybe she had three hundred. Either way, it's still a lot. It's a yeah, lot. it's still a lot. I was just like, how do you have like that? I was just like, that is insane. Oh yeah, never take sick leave. And I was just like, what? Like, why not? Why not? Like, we have it. Like, a mental health days, you just need a day off sometime. If like, you're not like mentally capable yes. of caring for another individual and their baby or caring for an elderly person or administering medication because you've had a bad day or, you know, like the other day, I, I'm so glad I took that day off because my fucking cat died suddenly. You know, I would have yeah. had to, had I gone to work, I would have had to come home. I took a week off when my dog died because I, like, couldn't yeah. function. I was just like, I can't this is, even. Like, this is part of it. You see so many of you know, new nurses and midwives who feel bad about taking time off. I used to feel terrible calling yeah. up sick. It's the worst. And it's this, I guess it's this culture, you know, have you heard that nurses eat their young? Have you heard that? I've right. heard that. We're, we will discuss that on a bullying that's post a as well. We're, we're going to more. I think that sort of coincides with like, I'm scared if such and such answers the phone and I tell them I'm sick or you don't even have to say why you're sick. I have minus three sick leave because I take sick leave for different reasons. I'm not always sick, but my kids are sick and I don't want to bring to work what my kid potentially has. Like, yeah, you know, and I'm caring for them or, you know, like I need a day off because you know, I spe- got too yeah. much. I've spent last night crying or once I had to take sick leave because I had period pain that was so bad. I like literally could not move. Like yeah, it's, yeah. you know, and we have to look after ourselves and that's part of self-care. You're given this wonderful, you know, you have this wonderful job where you're looking after people and you're loving it, but then all of a sudden you don't love it anymore because yep. you're not looking at it. Yeah, and I think if you get to that point where you are hating going to work and you're not loving it and you just, you know, when you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, I've got to go work. Like, and it's just awful. You're like, okay, something needs to change. That was like, really like May. I had a panic attack walking into work. Yeah, whether it's like you need to just take a few days off and reassess what you're doing. You know, maybe you need to go in a different direction. Maybe you need to cut your hours out. And then mm-hmm. that again goes to how there are so many options for what we can do work-wise, but if you're feeling like that, then that's, you're not going to be looking after 
the people at work and you're not looking after yourself. And you speak up and tell someone because it's not okay. It's not Oh, I was going to say it's not okay to be okay, but that didn't come like, out. What? Right. <laughs> I was going to say it's okay. You are to not be, allowed to be okay. It's okay to not be okay, and by telling someone mm. that you're not feeling great, they might actually respond and say, "I'm not feeling great yeah. too." Yeah. So you're opening up. Yeah. You know, more How many DNMs have we had? Like in the drug room. I don't know why they always seem to happen in the drug room. <laughs> yeah, it's because you go in and you let door locks behind you, and you're just like, "Yes, yeah. yeah." But also sometimes I think you know, like if you can tell that someone's not okay and you're like are you okay and I feel like everyone goes yeah yeah I'm fine like yeah if you sort of know they're not fine like I mean obviously you can't force someone but sort of just be like okay you know but I'm here like just open up the window or whatever so they know they can talk to you because I feel like you can tell when people are not fine and yes yeah engaging conversation and I've worked with girls on the ward before where I'm like are they yeah yeah and then it gets to the point and then that's when you find people you know crying in the corner in the drug room because they're just like oh and you're like oh my god you know you don't want anyone to feel like that or people you know things get missed because they weren't focusing for whatever reason yeah absolutely yeah i remember um when i was going through my divorce (laughs) that was fun um i i think i came to work and cried every single day like i could not mentally midwife I couldn't midwife yeah like I was so but I couldn't take time off either like I felt like I couldn't take time off and I would come to work and I would sit at the nurse's desk and someone say hi Laura and I'd be like (laughs) crying yeah and it's hard because it's not like a job where you can just go and shuffle papers and not deal with anyone like you've got to interact and you've got to be positive and yeah took one oh who was it she's not she doesn't work with us anymore I remember her taking me into the tea room and she's like you cannot come to work like this like you're unwell Mm. like you're mentally unwell you're not like you're not capable of being here and i feel like we're always trying to do we're like no 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 i can i can i I can do it but it's like you know what like it's okay to not do it it's okay to be like no terrible at saying no to ourselves to our colleagues and to like our family and friends we just got no capacity to say it i always feel like they say that like nurses make the worst part you know like you'll be like you know and i feel like even as a kick so my mum was a nurse and i feel like as you know you could be like on death so you're fine yeah. Have a Panadol, you're all right. Stop. <laughs> You'll be all right. Stop that. <laughs> yes. The other day, yeah. I went, and my son's going, Mom, there's blood. And I'm like, come down. I was like, I'll just put an ice cube on it. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, just put an ice cube on it. Wrap an ice cube in some paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> well, you finished it early and you got to go out for someone's birthday. You're like, oh, I'll have the nap and then. Yeah. But also that, like, it's okay to say no to going out. You know, when people are like, oh, come to this, come to this. Like, I feel like it's okay. Like, if you're just like, yes, it's great to be social and see people. But if you're just like, you know what? I just need a moment. Like, it's okay to be like, you know what? No, sorry, I can't come to this. I can't do that. I just need. If you've done eight shifts in a row and you don't want to go out on your first day off, don't go out on your first day off. Fucking stay at home and start drinking at 10. (laughs) (laughs) I just said don't drink. (laughs) You know what? Do do what works for you. I've, I've come, you know, I've come through phases of not drinking for six weeks. I've also gone through coming home and having shots of tequila of what or whatever I've literally got here because I'm like... Fuck me. Yeah, like, yeah. Bath, so I'm going to do that wine and bath and YOLO. Hashtag self care. <laughs> and I expect to see a picture of that on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one wants to see it. 
just see your legs spinning. Oh yeah, J- oh, just the feet. The, the feet. Just the feet. Tan. Okay, people. That is it for another episode. So we hope you all look after yourself. And as usual, like us. Yeah, like us on Instagram. Head on view podcast. If you have any subjects or anything you want us to talk about, ask us. DM us. Follow, subscribe. Stop talking. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us what you do for self care. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, bitches. And be sure to tune in next time for more laughs, thrills, and real stories from real midwives on Head On View. I didn't know it was still recording.